I don't think I'm I'm going way out there by saying something along the lines of if a Western animation studio was to claim something to be an anime. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, your host Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. I'm Connor. And I'm Matt. Welcome back to another episode. We're talking about something we talk a lot about, but also not recently too much. Well, yeah. Um, Well, no, we talk a lot about it, but a specific... Yeah. This time, it's a little bit more on the broader... This is less niche. Yeah, this is... uh, We're going to be having a manga manga conversation with some anime at the end. But potentially an anime. Hopefully, we don't get sidetracked and go on a One Piece tangent. We stay Let's, uh, a little bit more on the... Uh, everything else. Yeah, the, the broad sense of the manga. And the reason for this is we recently, I want to say last week or... Yeah, pretty much a week ago from recording, we got the numbers in for the most sold manga of 2023. Now, is this... Just Japan, or is this worldwide? I believe this is just Japan, but okay. don't completely quote me on that one, because this is based on the, um, I think it's Oricon uh, rankings, which are is a Japanese company, so I want to say it's just based on Japanese sales, Okay, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, even so, the, the numbers are the numbers. Yeah. And uh, this is based off of, I'm not entirely sure the start to end date, but I know the end date. Obviously, it's not the end of December. Mm -hmm. So some volumes that came out, I think there are some volumes that were included within the sales list that only had like three weeks worth of their numbers added to this total sales, which... Fair, but not fair. Yeah, I'm sure it gets added on, and I'm sure maybe the numbers are actually December to November of every year. Yeah. But with that said, um, if you are unaware, the top sold manga of 2023 was Blue Lock with 10,527,146 volumes sold. Now, Blue Lock, Blue Lock also has an anime, correct? Yeah, I don't think yeah. I don't think any of these don't. Fair. I feel you gotta be crushing it as a manga, I think, in order to be anywhere the near top, the top yeah, ten without having an without anime having an anime. Because the whole yeah. point of an anime is to, help to promote the manga sales. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To promote manga sales. So I feel like it was probably a bit of a surprise for most for a lot of people that Blue Lock ended up being first. I know that obviously it was extremely popular as the series was coming out. And you, have you read, also a newer I was going to say, sports, it's a sports anime manga, new, right? Yeah, new sports manga, anime. So I think Haiku ending, Haiku's anime not being out. You know, I'm sure there's some itches that need to be scratched yeah. for for a lot of people. So what, what did you think of that being the number one? Did you If, you, if I was to tell you, to t- tell me what the, you think the top five sales of manga were going to be this year, what would you say? I would say that there would be a sports manga in there, I think. Because based on the podcast we've been doing for about a year and a half now, we have seen a rise in sports manga and sports anime. 
So the fact that there's one in the top five doesn't fully surprise me, to be honest. Because like you said, like the the hype behind Haiku, right? People that for that itch, right? Um, so Blue Lock came out. Even like other sports manga that are... Like I feel like if you look at the weeklies now, there's a lot more sports manga than there was a year ago. Yeah. You know, I feel like Haiku... I don't want to say Haiku is the sole reason why there's more sports manga, but when you have like a bigger anime slash manga like Haiku that comes out and people are looking forward to it, the other sports mangas slash anime seem to get bigger. So the fact that there's a sports manga... Not really surprised? Like, are you surprised at all? I'm not surprised that there's a sports manga there. I feel like... The fact that it's number one is interesting. But the fact that there's one of the top five doesn't really surprise me. I mean, me. Slam Dunk is still in there, and Slam Dunk has been over forever. Yeah, that's true. And it's still in there because it's getting reprints and new mm-hmm. volume styles, etc. And uh, from what I can see, it's also... Uh, Morricon is based on Japan sales. Okay. Unless specified otherwise. otherwise. So I want to say this is only based on the Japanese sales. Okay. But hey, uh, if you know more, feel free to correct us and we'll, we'll let you guys know the next episode. But even if, whether it's worldwide or not, these are the numbers. Yeah. For, and to be completely honest, the West sales, although I'm sure they love the money, are kind of irrelevant to the stability of a series. 100%. Because when it comes to Jump or other magazines that do the popularity polls in order to decide if a story is staying or not, that's only decided by Japanese. Yeah. So I feel like whether or not, let's say, for example, the second highest selling manga of uh, of the year was Jujutsu Kaisen. Let's say the West sold three million extra copies to yeah. add on to these sales, and it and it could pass Blue Lock. I will say that that does not matter in the scheme of if JJK's popularity was awful in Japan, it would be it might get cut. Yeah, exactly. But so with that said, the numbers are the numbers, mm-hmm. and yeah, um, Blue Lock. I think honestly, I don't know if I would have said it would have been. Number one, I think top five would have been fair. If you look at the past five years while Haiku was still publishing, mm-hmm. it was always in the top sales. Probably because it was the only... Big. It was the biggest sports manga going yeah. on at the time with a really good anime adaptation, yeah. which obviously... Helps, like you said, helps, helps a lot. The sales. But there are tons and tons of sports manga. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been going on since forever. I mean... How long has sports happened? Sports have been going on. Yeah, exactly. But I think now they're just broadening and sports manga are becoming slowly more popular. Uh, I feel like they've always been popular. I mean, nothing more. Well, they've always had their, yeah, definitely. They've always had their fan base. But I think like. You look at like the boxing manga. Yeah. The boxing anime. uh, Well, there's a couple. There's uh, Ippo is one of them. and um, But Slam Dunk is just the big one that comes to mind. Yeah. Early 90s area, somewhere around there. But yeah, it's always been a popular genre. I mean, it's something that we as a society have all always watched and seen yeah. as sports. Sports has always been in stories and sports have been something that humans have had going on for centuries. Yeah, exactly. So not surprised. Um, yeah, there just hasn't been quite an, uh, an anime adaptation that's really hit hard for popularity but this is also why i think 
it kind of ended up being the perfect storm for Blue Lock because not only did let's 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 put it into hindsight. So let's do all we'll say what the top five were. So we have Blue Lock with 10.5 million, Jujutsu Kaisen with 8.5, One Piece with 7.1, mm-hmm. uh, Oshinoko with 5.4, and Chainsaw Man with 5.3. Okay. So that's the top five in sales. We'll go down the remaining five. But just to give some context into kind of the, the perfect storm that occurred for Blue Lock, which is one, Jujutsu Kaisen is now on their second season of the anime. And it's fair to say that their sales have stabilized from their backlog. So if you're unaware of kind of where the insane numbers come from for some series, it's because obviously you don't start an anime usually off of three volumes, Mm -hmm. usually 15 volumes. It's got to build a bit, yeah. Maybe roughly around there, the story's maybe already in. And if it's popular, then... It is occasionally rare. Like it does happen, obviously, where there's only like. I feel like it happens a lot more for light novels. Yeah, I would agree with light, but I mean, thinking like Chainsaw Man. Like Chainsaw Man was only really at volume like eight or nine. But part one was done. Yeah, I guess physical, like a single issue. Yeah, I'm thinking collected volumes, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, and you also have to think about Japan, not the West, right? Just because it's not released, just just because the English release was not caught up and done for you. Yeah. Does not mean that Japan, yeah, different story. It was already done for part one before the anime even aired. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean. Like, so we have what a backlog is, is essentially a good, the best example is Demon Slayer a couple years ago. Yeah. Which is the manga was, I want to say 16, 17 volumes. Like, we were, the story was already kind of in the final arc. Yeah, it was. And then the Demon Slayer came out the first season. And it exploded in popularity because one, it was a very well done series yep. by a good studio. So that is a good wave of, you know, when you're kind of adding, you're like, okay, one decent series plus good studio plus well done adaptation. No minuses equals more and more pro- like you're yeah. going up. And if you look at, it from okay they have let's say 16 volumes are out but popularity wise and sales for manga it was mid table yeah. on the jump like it wasn't the, in, it wasn't at risk but it wasn't the t- a top series yeah then the anime comes out so you have all these millions of people that are enjoying the show who have not bought yeah. a single volume yeah so they have 17 16 volumes to buy and trust me, some fans are crazy. They're buying all 16 <laughs> volumes that are out. So you're looking at, let's say, 500,000, 100,000 people that are just all of a sudden buying all 16 volumes. All 16 volumes that right then and there. Skyrockets. Yeah, exactly. So there comes a point where you see that just 90 degree spike yeah. of sales for the series. But there comes a point where if there's only 10 million fans of the series, you're going to hit a wall. And then you just kind of, that's where the sales are always going to kind of chill. You think that's where JJK is sitting right now? Like we're at a chill point? Well, One Piece is also a good example where you're kind of like. One Piece is like separate. I guess, well, we've talked about this before where like One Piece numbers are, I'd say 80% of that number at least, if not more, are the people that are caught up. 
But that's 7.1 million copies still. So no, even I know, if that's which a, is insane to think about. Flat line of there's 7 million people buying copies of of One Piece coming out every year. Yeah. Which it's not. It's more like three volumes. It's more like two and a bit million because there's only three volumes released. And uh, that's the amount of fans that are always buying mm. the manga, right? So that's just basically the number just gets amplified because there's so many volumes that so many fans who never even knew about the series Want are now picking backlog, up. backlog, yeah. So that's what we mean by backlog. So Jujutsu Kaisen was last year popping off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's already kind of hit that equilibrium of like, these are the people that are reading the Sticking series around. and are, are picking up the manga. So great sales, but not topping Blue Lock, which is why I think it's impressive that Blue Lock is one. But when you look at both One Piece and JJK's numbers, it is impressive that they're that high yeah. with no backlog. Which is insane. So that obviously helped Blue Lock a lot, their backlog. But on top of the backlog, the anime came out as a winter anime during a winter World Cup. Dang. So not only did we have... And I don't think the Blue Lock anime was the best. I think it was solid. Mm-hmm. Definitely a solid. Like I would still rate Haiku above it. There's some other sports anime that I would rate above it. But it was definitely a solid anime. But the timing was perfect. Yeah. All these people who aren't even real football slash soccer fans are just, that just tune in for the World Cup every four years are watching the World Cup. And then there happens to be a football slash soccer anime airing. Yep. Sold. And not only that. But Japan had a couple big upset games that they won, yep. which I'm sure also helped to build into the Japanese hype of so- for the for Jap- Japanese soccer. Definitely. So I do think that that also helped build up the uh, the hype for it, but also market the series. Even they didn't even have to do anything because the World Cup's going on. It's like, yeah, exactly. Hey. Are you really loving the storylines from real life soccer? Check, Check out, out this anime. Yeah, this story Check about soccer. Check out this manga. So I think that that helped the series a lot. Mm. And then the other big thing that we just that I mentioned before is One Piece and JJK only had three volumes released this year. New volumes. Yeah. So obviously there are probably a few people that are buying the earlier volumes of One Piece and Jujutsu Kaisen. But for the most part, the main fan base is buying those three that came out yeah. this year. Well, JJK is still relatively lower numbers for volumes. No, shouldn't it's really a what's the name about 2021 for JJK? For what about it? Like how many volumes are released so far? Um, like I think it's still relatively I think a lower number. Japan 23 volumes are out. We're at like 18 there. or something. We're at 21 or 22. Oh, okay. I didn't know where the higher head. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, going off, obviously, if you only have three new volumes, it's a lot tougher to make up that ground. Yeah. And a perfect example is that we can go into some of the individual volume sales. So number one for volume specific single volume sales is a one piece volume. Okay. Which volume? Which is volume 105. And that sold 1.9 million. Dang. Which to be fair is lower than some one piece. I think. Uh, we've seen some One Piece volumes as high as over two, two point three, so didn't even cut break two. But that's still impressive, especially if you consider the next closest is two hundred thousand less. Jeez Louise, okay. And that's JJK twenty one. 
and then one piece and then jjk jjk and one and then spy family and one piece so those are kind of how the list so no blue lock even in the top that's the top seven in single sales jjk spy family tokyo avengers that's the top 10 no no blue lock sales which is weird in the we don't see a blue lock volume hit the top sales numbers until 17 which is Blue Lock Volume 22, which had 591,562 sales. But that means there's 22 of those volumes that got purchased, basically, is what we're saying, right? Mm -hmm. Around that same number. Because then it goes Blue Lock, a couple volumes of different things, Blue Lock, a couple volumes of different things, then Blue Lock. So probably when you're averaging it out, Blue Lock probably sold roughly like 350 to 400,000 volumes. Yeah. I mean, uh, per, per volume, per volume yeah. to get them hiked up to that number. Because if One Piece is releasing 22 volumes at one, let's, let's look at the, one of the lower numbers, 1.3 million of them. Yeah. That's a lot. And some of these volumes, like One Piece volume uh, 108, I want to say, has only been on the shelves for you know, a few weeks. So it, it, it almost is irrelevant to this oh, it's 107. Sorry. So 107 is only at 1.3 and that's only been out in terms of these numbers only out for like, I think three or four weeks. Okay. Yeah. And it's still cracked a mill, which is insane. So that's just to give one in hindsight, how crazy one piece is, but also jujitsu Kaisen with their, it's three volumes that it came out with in 21, 22, 23 are all in the top five. Yeah. One Piece is in the top seven uh, at 137. Jujutsu Kaisen's at 245 for single volume sales. Mm -hmm. So, yes, awesome to see some. It's also just cool to see another series be at the top. That's what Yeah, I'm which saying. is crazy to think, but in a good way. Yeah, One Piece has ruled the top of these sales charts for the mm -hmm. longest time. And now Years. we finally have like Demon Slayer. And then we have Jujutsu Blue Kaisen. And now Blue it's really nice to see some more. Even Chainsaw Man being up there too. Like, Yeah, I think Chainsaw Man is just a bit too weird. Yeah. It just can't hit that same mainstream popularity. They tried. Um, and I mm. felt like it, they like, it hit for like a quick, like it felt like, because I feel like in the anime, at least like Western, where like everyone was talking about Chainsaw Man for like three weeks. Yeah, but and that, it felt and like the anime aired right and people off. just didn't care. That's what I mean. I think like everyone was like, oh my gosh, you got to tune in to watch Chainsaw Man. And everyone watched the first episode. And it's weird. And then it just stopped. It's harder to get around a character whose goals are not as simple as... No, not as simple, but not as like... Well, they're, they're simple. Concrete, I should say. Yeah, of, yeah. Like, the, but... I'm going to be the pirate king. I'm going to be the Hokage. And you want to follow their story to get yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. We follow us in Chainsaw Man. You're following at the initial goal is to touch female yep. Yep. chest. And you're like, awesome. So this I feel like great you, protagonist. I feel like it's just not for everyone. No, I do agree. So with that's that. where this, it gets hurt yeah. for sales. But it's not as also not as simple as these are demons. I'm in the demon slayer corp. I yep. want to see my sister and that's it. And you're just like, Oh, okay, so, so you're seeing demons and you want to save your yeah. sister. Oh, oh you have a, a pull cord coming from your chest. Well, the act. whole devils, and <laughs> yeah. although I think the concept of devils as the uh, power system within the universe, I Interesting. think really, really good. Really cool, really neat. Kind of falls in line with same. It's funny because Jujutsu Kaisen is very similar, kind of the concept of how devils get their power. And yeah. same, it's very similar to how um, things work in Jujutsu as well in Jujutsu mm -hmm. Kaisen where 
if something is has more of a fear or you know yeah. stigma around it, it gains kind of more power so it cool cool concepts for powers yeah no but i agree. I think jujutsu kaisen's a little bit more simple unless you're later in the manga in which case then it gets way more complicated fair enough fair enough but we'll see when i get there but yeah let's uh we'll we'll see what rounds out the top 10 so we'll start from the top again we got blue lock one uh, 10.5 jujutsu kaisen 8.5 one piece 7.1 oshinoko 5.4 chainsaw man 5.3 slam dunk at 4.9 still can't believe that thing is just a selling machine uh spy x family 4.3 my hero academia 3.5 tokyo revengers 3.21 and kingdom at 3.2 interesting so that's what rounds out the top 10 a couple big hitters um my hero academia definitely slipping every year has been slowly so i mean it was always like a perennial top five uh from its like first season i would say from its first season of anime and then has kind of it's just slowly worked its way down which i mean kind of makes sense i'm gonna be honest like reading it weekly and like how convoluted it's become and we've talked about this where the anime had a couple seasons of dropped quality in my opinion still decent but definitely not to the same standard well, you know, I've talked about even like the story of My Hero where you have, you're following too many main characters. It's become a rough weekly to read. I think it's slightly better if you give it some time it, yeah. and read it in a little bit of chunks. That's but, how I felt about Chainsaw Man, to be honest. But but it's definitely started to slowly drop down. So it's at eight this year. Tokyo Avengers, um, the past, when did the first season air? I want to say maybe a year and a half ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's been doing well for sales since its anime release. Um, but obviously one, the anime's done, uh, the manga's done now. Yep. So gonna, I don't expect that to be in the top 10 next year. And then kingdom has always been in there for sales. It's always been just exists. Yeah. It's just, it's not uh, a jump title. It's also not sold in the West. It's also got an adaptation that is yeah gotten better but isn't didn't start off strong with the the first season just so, weird that it's there no i think i mean it's an, an extremely popular series and i've read the first 200 plus issues okay. of the series it's a long one that's like 800 900 Dang. issues um but also it covers kind of old school china where china was broken up into multiple kingdoms Hmm. and it's like historical fiction well yeah it's obviously fiction it's about a guy who wants to be a general i get that yeah but like historical fiction kind of but it's just something you don't see as often as yeah the first storyline so but it's always up it's always up in top sales for pop for uh because it is a very popular series Mm. in japan of the top 10 how many of those have you read um so Blue Lock, um, I haven't read, I've read up to uh, wherever they were at the time the anime released. Okay. And then I haven't touched it since. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, I am completely caught up in. One Piece, completely caught up in. Oshinoko, haven't read, but I've seen the anime. Chainsaw Man, I've read part one, haven't read any of part two yet. Uh, Slam Dunk have not read or watched. Spy X Family have, I'm definitely a few chapter, good good amount of chapters behind now. Mm-hmm. But I've seen the anime and I've read a good chunk of it. My Hero caught up in manga. Tokyo Avengers read the manga. Kingdom I've read 200 plus. Okay. 
of it, chapters yeah. of it. So, so I've read all of, like or pretty much all of yeah, which is at not least bad some at all. of it. I think I'm only at like five out of the ten, maybe not even. I'm starting. Let's see the list because it's I haven't read obviously Blue Lock. Um, JJK, I've started reading One Piece. I'm caught up weekly. Um, Chainsaw Man, I read weekly now. Spy X Family, I am heckin' behind. Barely read any any of that this year. Uh, My Hero, I'm caught up. Tokyo Revengers, I'm collecting, but have not Matt touched has, it yet. Matt is collecting Tokyo Revengers and hasn't read. We're a almost there. Book. That's the thing. Like We're getting there's close. Only, there's only I think four volumes left, so I think I might just wait. Except I'm missing one because I can't find volume thirteen fourteen in person. I found fifteen sixteen. Yeah, that's one that just recently came yeah, out, right? But yeah. even when thirteen fourteen came out, I was not in stores. I couldn't find it anywhere. Thing not no but, kingdom or Oshinoko. That, no Oshinoku. That sounds super familiar. Yeah, that's the. Uh, that's, is that currently airing? No, that aired. Was that last season? Last winter season, I want to say it was the one with, like, the guy and the girl with a star eye. Oh yes, okay, yeah. And every, it has like a forty minute or fifty minute that first one. episode. Yeah, yeah, that I remember people that. Were just, going it was like ins- three episodes in one people were going crazy about it yeah like it was top of the my animalized charts and everything people i remember that going. yeah it's by the same writer as uh as love is war oh okay. kaguya-sama yeah. love is war so but yeah so that's definitely interesting not the top five i would have predicted if you were to ask me but i think a little fun little exercise could be what do you think the 2024 top five manga sales are going to be. That's risky. I think JJK will still be in the top five because we both know that JJK is going to be ending soon. I think. Like it's, well, it's been speculated, I should it say. It was speculated at the beginning of the year that it was going to be done at the end of this year. Yeah. And it's not done. So. It's not done, but I don't think it's going to be lasting until fully next year. So I think JJK will still be in the top five. Will it be first place? No. Here, I'll, I'll mark it down. I'll start a list here and you give me your I can give my top five first if you want and yeah then... go with yours because I want to look up see what um... let me check what animes are also airing because I feel like that is a factor okay so for me I think at number one we'll get a new new series being at number one okay well actually let me check how many volumes are out of it this is mm. important actually Okay, so let's check. Okay, so as of 2023, this has 12 Tonkabons out. So I'm actually gonna... Oh, man, it's it's gonna be close, though. Um, I'll say JJK at number one. Okay. It sold 8.5 this year with the three volumes. Uh, if it gets another three volumes, that's the big thing, I guess, eh? Does it get those three volumes? Mm-hmm. But if it does, it'll be up there. Also, this season of anime has been pretty great for it. I'm going to go JJK at number one. I'm going to go Dandadan at number two. Okay. Dandadan has been an incredible series in Shonen Jump right now. Or I think Jump Plus um, is technically what it's coming out in. Um, Started in 2021. Has 12 volumes out in Japan right now as of 2023 of December. Okay. And is finally getting its anime adaptation. And the anime adaptation looks so unique. The style of it is very different to your just average. It gives me a lot of like 
Kill a Kill vibes and okay. mixed with kind of like Mob Psycho 100. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which are both not your stereotypical. Well, Kill a Kill is more of your stereotypical trigger. When you think of trigger, you think of that style. But mm-hmm. it kind of just has not that cookie cutter. Okay, here's an anime of something. Mm-hmm. Which, in my opinion, is kind of what Blue Lock was like. It was a very cookie. Okay, here you go. Very. <laughs> yep, this is an anime. Yeah. Where I where Dan to Dan, much more unique looking. I think that'll help get a lot of eyes on it. I think it's been a great story so far. So I think that that could definitely show up for sales if yeah. and give kind of have that Demon Slayer and uh, Jujitsu effect for mm-hmm. and Blue Lock effect. Yeah. Of those bad if there aren't if you're not reading it, <laughs> you're gonna be reading it. Yeah. Three, I think it's gonna be One Piece again. Okay. I can honestly say. These could be interchangeable. Yeah. There is a good chance that maybe by the time people are really getting into Dan to Dan next year that it has 15, 16 volumes out and that's 16 volumes and maybe it does end up just being number one. Maybe JJK does just end in January and it really doesn't have too many volumes too much coming effect, out. Yeah. And then One Piece can obviously move up depending on those things. So I think the th- top three is interchangeable for me. Okay. I think with its current trajectory, I think Chainsaw Man stay it will move up a slot and go to four. Okay. Um, it de- it hasn't been reliant, in my opinion, as reliant on the anime for its sales. I think it's one that has just it's just doing really well. It's a very popular artist who's doing has a lot of great works, and I think that that. In my opinion, I think uh, that that kind of is a sweet spot for it. But my fifth pick is Hell's Paradise. Ooh, okay. Um, is there a second season coming this next year? Uh, there could be. Not sure. Um, the first season, obviously, has already come out. Yep. And I just think that it's a really good show. <laughs> no, it is actually a really good, good, good concept. Story. It's um, the, the end of the trilogy, as they say, right? It's the other one. It's edgy. People love edgy. Yeah. So uh, in my opinion, I think... It could go higher, but um, it would be not, the top. It'd be close to the top ten. Not, if not seeing in the top it in 10. the top ten is a bit concerning. So yeah. this is a bit of a wild card, mm-hmm. but I think. So I'd mostly agree with all those. I one think it has the potential for it. Yeah, the one I would toss in there, not necessarily in the top five, because I think all your top five answers are pretty solid. One I would potentially add to the top ten, which I don't know if you'll agree with me. This is Kaiju number eight. Wow. It's getting the anime in spring. I think be... the issue with Kaiju number eight is that it's online, right? It mm. does have physical volumes, yeah. but that's only for collectors because it's been an online that's story. That's true, I guess. Mm. That's why I don't have it. If it was only a physical yeah. story, I agree. Okay. I still think it has a potential. Maybe in top 10, I know that's because there's going to be, I know you said like the collectors, right? Because um, by the time this list comes out next year, they'll probably be on volume like 14. But it's a series you don't have to buy. That's the issue, right? Like that's, I don't know. I'd be curious on where it's going to sit, I'll say. Because like you said, yeah, if it wasn't online, I think 100% it would be in the top 10. Yeah, that's fair. Because I think that anime will push it a bit. Like I think Kaiju, like that, the anime will definitely push sales. Not to the insanity of other ones. Yeah, my issue with but, with it is one, the series does fall off a bit. The first arc, if that's all, the first arc or two, if that's what they covered, will yeah. be fine. 
but the big issue for me is is when it comes down to the yeah. most recent arcs. Yeah. Not just that, just the the fact that people don't have to buy. Not that you have to buy any of these volumes. No. But but I know what you mean. Yeah. Being a series that you can completely read, it it kind of feels like it gets that. Uh, oh, okay. I'll read that. I don't have to go and get it. Yeah. And I it, people are more prone yeah. to do that. I think. Of the ones that are in the top ten right now, um, is there ones that you don't think like ones for sure? You're like, yeah, they're not going to be the top ten next year. So um, I think like my hero, I don't it's, think it's really hard to predict because stuff like Slam Dunk is still in there. I yeah. think, like I said, Tokyo Revengers probably falls out, and there's probably just a good chance that most of it just stays. Yeah, my hero might drop a little bit. I think. Yeah, it could definitely drop. But I, I also don't think it also it'll... depends. I don't know if there's an a cease like. If it's been conf- like obviously it's probably been confirmed, but we don't know when the next My Hero season's airing, which is a factor I think. And B, I just know the manga is kind of falling off, and that's something you and I've talked off, talked with off mic, where I think the anime or like the manga of My Hero is getting too convoluted. It's kind of slowing down. So I have my top three, which I said depending on how many volumes of things are coming out, and mm. if uh, depending on how many volumes are out of. Dan to Dan and how popular the series ends up being. But I think JJK, Dan to Dan, and One Piece are going to be in the top three. Okay. And then I've got Chainsaw Man, Hell's Paradise, Spy Family, Slam Dunk will probably still be in there again. Oshinoko, I think, will have a bit of a fall off, but I think it'll last. Yeah. Uh, My Hero Academia, I think, falls to nine. Kingdom might stay at 10, but I think just looking at this, I think there's a chance that Kingdom could slip out and we could see something else just kind of. Slip in. Slip in. Thing, yeah. But yeah, uh, that's kind of my prediction. Uh, Matt's throwing in that. I It's a 50-50. Like, I, I understand. Yeah, like, I think Kaju will definitely go up the ranks. I don't know if it's going to make top 10. I also, One Piece will always, like, was One Piece, where was One Piece sitting at last year? Top 7, right? Uh, like, it wasn't in the top. 2022 sales? Yeah. I mean, I can pull it up. Because I want to say, like, um, for what's been happening in the volumes that have been released this year, like, these were some big lore releases, I guess. Uh, so, 2022, we had JJK at 12.3 million. So, just for context, that's two, what is that, two million more? Oh, two million, yeah. Than Blue Lock had. So, it dropped four million in a year. No, but that's because of its. But I know that, yeah, it's, it's, it's selling down its now, yeah. backlog. But I'm yeah. just saying. That was people buying the backlog. People were buying the backlog of Blue Blue Lock only ended at ten. Yeah. Ten point five. This is twelve. Yeah. So just goes to show how popular JJK is. Mm-hmm. Uh then it was Tokyo Revengers with eleven. Really? Okay. Then we had Spy Family at ten point six. Yeah. One piece at ten point four. And my hero with five point three. That's crazy to think that all those beat We're at ten. They're all beat One Piece was at ten point four. What did we say that? It's like Blue seven, Lock was it? at 10.5. Yeah. So One Piece on its own in 2022 with, the, with <sighs> the three or four volumes of release yeah. almost beat Blue Lock, which was the top selling. To be fair, depending on what... I can't remember when a certain volume was released, but when that big reveal happened, yeah, it's I possible. could see that having that having I a factor. the economy probably. And the economy there probably is, is a lot of people too. that are probably not buying volumes right now. Yeah. There's a lot of factors, really. But... Yeah, so that was the top five from 2022. That's crazy, the fact that the top five from 2022 essentially beat 
this year's top one in we had, sales. And look at that drop off too. <laughs> five million drop off. Because it's the top four was all ten plus million. Yeah. Then my then my hero What's the, five point three. What I was gonna say, what is the drop off between my hero between last year and this year? So five point three last year, and then this year was three point five, so two million. Oh, wow. Okay. That's stabilized. So I thought my hero needed much backlog. But I think no, I don't think it, I don't even think that's no. backlog. I think that's just people dropping the series. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But probably yeah, a combination of maybe they only had three volumes this year, mm-hmm. and I think people are dropping it. Maybe not necessarily dropping it, but maybe they're just like, oh, I don't need the mm-hmm. most recent my hero Tonkabon. I'll pick that up at a later time when I feel like catching up. When did the box set come out? Or the box set? But we're not. I don't think it's based on. Okay, that's what I was gonna sets, ask. Right? Yeah, like. Based on box set sales, is that separate from these individual volume sales? Uh, yeah, I'm not even sure if they do box sets in Japan. They definitely do, I would think. But again, I don't know. I'm not Japan, so. Tonkamons are also much cheaper than they are here. That's true. They're only like five or six bucks or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, that is, that, that, 2022, that's probably insane if you look at 10 this year. Only one reaching the double digits. That's in the year before four top the top four were four. all ten plus. That's, in, that's crazy. So that should just give you into hindsight and kind of the state of things. There are a couple drop offs, and what I won't say it's been the biggest year for sales then for manga. No, but I expect Tokyo Avengers to probably be off the list completely. Yeah. I think Jujutsu Kaisen will hang around in that top three as long as it ends up getting those hits at three. I also think sales. Tokyo Avengers are kind of going to fall off too because they're done coming out with the remasters in Japan, I believe. Well, I mean, the anime is still going on too, so there could still be people buying, but I think... Be top 20, but not top 10. When the story's done, it has a significant impact on, obviously, yeah, the sales, right? for sure. You look at Demon Slayer, we had those, what is it, two years, a year and a half of just extreme highs... And then pretty much it was done right then, yep. boom, then gone. Yep. So not, not going to be a surprise if it, can, if it happens uh, with some of the series like that that are done. It also is sad because even just a cup 20, I want to say 2021 and 2020, we had series like Promised Neverland, a Haiku, series that were just Popping. always, always in the top 10 while yeah. they were going. I think Dr. Stone was usually cracking that top 10. Yeah, Dr. Stone was big at that time too. And then obviously had like the the common ones like One Piece was in there. Attack on Titan, another one that was when it was still going on was always up there. So, you know, times are changing. Exactly. Times are changing, but One Piece is still in the top three. Some things never change. Well, it was in the top four last year, but but still in the top five. I think barely, barely out of the top three on the 2022 list right because 10.4 and spy fan was 10.6 but that's that that's our prediction for next year and once again those were the top sales for manga volumes of 2023 go check them out also highly recommend dan to dan get on the hype read it before the anime comes out and exactly. you, can, you can be oh yeah i've read that i read before <laughs> the anime yeah came you can out. be the manga Actually. reader you can be an annoying manga reader of your friend group being like yeah i've already read that yeah, I knew it was going to be popular. They did it slightly different in the manga. <laughs> exactly. This is a different panel. Our next topic is related to something we've talked about on this on on the show already, mm-hmm. which is Scott Pilgrim. 
So if you don't already know, Scott Pilgrim got a animated series yep. that is on Netflix. Uh, the whole show is on there if you want to go check it out. And fun fact, it's not on my anime list. Correct. And fun fact, people are not a fan of that. So Is, is Avatar The Last Airbender on my anime list? This is where things get interesting. Avatar The Last Airbender, all written by someone in the West, animated by people in the West. The staff for Scott Pilgrim is majority Japanese. Mm. And actual Japanese studios were involved in the animation of Scott Pilgrim. Interesting. So, although the director is not... Yeah, the rest of the staff essentially is. So, it's it comes to percentages. How much of a staff needs to be Japanese and actually work within the anime industry in order for it to become an or be considered an anime? And looking at the style, it is definitely, although, I mean, if you've ever read the comic book, yeah, that's the, that's thing, the other like thing. The, the style the, is... The source material is obviously a Western comic. But inspired we've, by but manga. we have manhwa, which are Korean, yep. that are on my anime list hmm. for their anime, because they're anime. Yeah. That's very, that's interesting. I didn't, hmm. It's interesting because like it's not like a because it's the animation show is based off of a comic which was done inspired by its manga. The Netflix uh, Scott Pilgrim takes off animation was all done in Japan by Science Saru. The up and coming studio has worked on several cult hits, including Keep Your Hands Off, Izuko Ken. I'm going to say something that I don't know if this is going to come off terrible or not. What did was it recorded in English first or second? No idea. I would assume English, English first. first. So is that a factor? Science Sorrow, fun fact, is also the studio that's doing Dan to Dan. Nice. Um, I know that is that do you think that's a factor though if it's done for English voice actors first before it gets dubbed to Japanese? Is that a factor that makes it an anime versus not an anime? Well, I'm glad if you brought not... that up because I just so happened to have pulled up the anime the my anime list anime database guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah so what is anime Ooh, what is anime thanks guys welcome to nerdy misfits so for first of all for people that are the uninitiated <laughs> anime, anime in japan is just Cartoons. animation aladdin is animation it's an anime yeah anything any disney pixar film from the animation. west animation is an anime Yep. To, to the Japanese. Yeah. Because it's animated. It's just animation. Animated. The West has cultivated and changed the term of anime to mean something different to us, which is primarily, if I was to define it as animated media from Japan. I think I'm fair in saying that. Yeah. Anyway, so this is Mal, which is a, technically a Japanese-owned website. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so... It's animated. Works with minimal to no animated scenes do not count. This includes manga panels or visual novel style or novel style skills with and without voice acting. An exception is made for picture drama specials created for existing anime franchises. Stop motion works using clay or cutouts are allowed. So stop motion is allowed. Mm -hmm. It's created by professional staff in Japan for the Japanese market. 
So that's kind of that's, a sketch factor there. Okay. Scott, you can Scott Pilgrim. If you're for, Netflix, you want the world to watch it, but it's not specific to Japanese not, market. Yeah. Okay. So we'll come so back to that. Drum Productions, independent, uh, Dojinchi Anime, uh, and Donga are all allowed under certain conditions. Okay. It's meant to be animated work. I think that's fair to say that it is. Yeah. It is a comic. Yeah. Uh, animated cutscenes or opening movies for games, live action shows, or other media are not eligible. Animated music videos and commercials are allowed. So this is an argument against Mal, in my opinion. Porter Robinson's Shelter. Was that made for a Japanese audience? I don't think so. That's fair. And the music video is, in fact, on my anime list. <laughs> well, crud. I'm just saying there's yeah. there's some contradictions here. Yep. Um, VTuber content does not count as animation since the avatar is a virtual layer. Fun fact. It's not an edit, cut, or promo of another animated work, which it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's just like a bunch of stuff talking about country of origin animated work must be created in Japan for the Japanese market. Quotations anime in Korea for the Korean market is an ani in China, Hong Kong, and Taiwan for the respective markets is a dongua. As joint production between Japan, Korea, Taiwan, China, and other countries for both markets. So that it it says and another country that could be the United States and Japan because that's who worked on it mm-hmm. for both markets. Interesting. Must be produced by a reputable animation company with professional animation creators. Yeah, which it did, obviously. Which it did. So there's obviously a ton. Um, I think I'll leave a link to this uh, forum post yep. on Mile so everyone can see. But with that being said, I think it does belong on my anime list. It's done by a Japanese studio, by Japanese staff. It's a series that is, yes, obviously targeted to the West, but also targeted towards Japan. You can't say it's not when you have a Japanese studio working on it. Mm-hmm. Fun. And uh, once again, that studio that worked on it is called Science Saru, who, <laughs> unfortunately for Matt, are the people who did Devilman Crybaby, which Matt did not like, but did in fact win Anime of the Year the year it came out. It also did series. Um, I haven't seen this one, but I've seen tons of commercials for this movie. Um, the, uh, what's it called? The Ride Your Wave. Yep. I uh, haven't seen it yet, but it is on my plan to watch, which we know what that means. Um, it also was one of the studios that worked on a Star Wars Visions episode. That's what I'm looking up right now is Star Wars Vision. Star Wars Vision is on my anime list. So the whole thing, which isn't all done by Japanese that's studios. That's what I was, yeah, the first season is fully Japanese studios. Um, second season is more international companies. So my big question, which is weird because that's through like Disney, right? Yeah. I mean, who's not, who's, who's going to say no? It's a pretty Disney. American company. It's a big, but the thing is, is that it's confusing because Disney obviously had, but that's only through, through Studio Ghibli that they had agreements and stuff in the past. But then you look at Netflix who releases anime internationally. Well, and a lot of anime is on yeah, they're in the Japanese Netflix. Netflix as well. Yeah. So it's a very 
Look, all I'm saying is this is definitely a legit studio doing, yeah, still doing anime. It's not like they do West content. Oh, they, what company is this again? This is... So this is Science Sar- Saru. Okay, yeah. And the big one coming out is obviously Dan to Dan. Yeah. That's the that's the banger. Like that's could really just put this series mm. this studio on the map even more. If for some reason Devilman Crybaby already didn't. Anime of the year or whatever. But yeah, um, in my opinion, it should be in fact on my anime list. I think yeah. Maybe um some staff obviously are not Japanese. Yeah. The director some other obviously the the big catch maybe it's because a lot of the publicity was behind the english voice acting that's what i'm thinking like i think but <sighs> like you said if if star wars is on there and we know who star wars was targeted towards yeah primarily the west i agree <sighs> and i'm on your side saying it should be on my enemy list the only argument i think is because it was done for english audiences first because even in the Disney Plus, like the Vision Season 1, those were all in Japanese before they got dubbed for English. But we're saying that we don't know. They could have been done. If if it was fully I know, that's done the thing, in the animated... Because like, it's if it's an, it is done as an anime, it's not um, tracking or any of like, you know, the new tech that's used for a lot of Pixar films and whatnot where you're doing facial tracking for the mm-hmm. characters. This is just proper classic Japanese animation style drawings. So they're just lip, they're normal lip flaps. Yeah. They could have literally finished the whole series sent it over with the Japanese dub to get dubbed in English. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Because the series would have had to been done. It's true. It's a... Yeah. We'll probably end up getting back to this one on another episode, but I think it's safe to say we both stand that it should be an anime. Mm-hmm. And it has a much bigger case than something like Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, I would agree. Bet you didn't see that twist. You were all like, eh, no, if Avatar The Last Airbender's not, then I don't think so. It's written the same line. But no, you didn't know, Matt. You didn't truly know. Well, no, I'm just, that's the big example, right? No, that's just the usual Western cartoon that is, like, held because it's actually good storytelling that people just hold to such a high tier in the West. But this is definitely a much bigger budget. But also, anime is so much bigger than in the West than it ever has been. So making things into anime, proper anime, is big if you want to get that Mm -hmm. community. Because the anime community is huge. Yeah. So if you can be like, this is an anime. Technically Western, but not really actually. because, Because we, let's face it, the anime community, we can be a little crazy. And I think it, I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm going way out there by saying something along the lines of if a Western animation studio was to claim something to be an anime when it wasn't done by a Japanese studio, the anime community would go crazy. Yeah, no, 100%. So, Scott Pilgrim, it's an anime. <laughs> Put it on my anime list. Put it on the anime list. But yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to cover because I thought that that was interesting that it was a big topic on Reddit. I've been seeing some anti-tubers talk about it. And for the most part, everyone seems to be in agreement that there's kind of no reason for it not to be on my anime list. Yeah. Because 
The fact of the matter is, yeah, it doesn't maybe necessarily check off every criteria for what is on the guidelines, but we can go through my anime list and take things off if that's truly the case. Because there's a lot of things that maybe aren't hitting that. Yeah. That, you know, yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm just reading through like the production notes because I'm curious about how this all goes. But yeah, that's that. That's just you. You know, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Let us know your opinion. Well, is it an anime? Is it not an anime? Is it awkward if the creator of the content's half Korean? Nah, that shouldn't matter. That shouldn't matter. I mean, look at Porter Robertson. That guy's true. Just making music. True. English music. Let's end it off with a question. I know we're late, but I think yeah. this will be a pretty quick one. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. This question coming in from Portamala, a.k.a. Christian. He was on the Blue Beetle episode. He's also one of the fellow Rangers in my Power Ranger RPG, but his question is, do you guys have any shows or movies you would actually like to see a remake for? Now, I'm assuming this means literally anything. Literally and anything. if we were to say that, there's tons of things. There's tons. But Especially if you're an anime like, fan. That's the thing is, do you want to like specify, like, do you have an anime that comes to mind? A, yes. a movie? Well, yeah, same. <laughs> but like a movie that comes to mind or a TV show? Like, let's let's do well, quick answers of each. Okay. So for a movie, I, I if I was to guess for you, a movie, uh, Percy Jackson. Yeah. Exactly. How about just not exist? Yeah. How about just not exist How about it in general? Not exist. You don't uh, even need a remake. Well, we're getting one. We're getting a remake, a but it's becoming a TV show. But I think part of you is kind of just like, you know what? Yeah. Let's just... The new Star Wars trilogy. We're remaking it all. For real, though. <laughs> but the George Lucas version. But like the George Lucas versions. Um, no, yeah. Definitely the Percy Jackson movie. That's obviously a big one for me. Um, yeah, for movies that... Uh, for anime, I mean, Promise Neverland. Yeah. That's the that's big, big one for me. For me, it's... It's. I want to see Tokyo Ghoul done right. That's a good one too. Yeah. I want to see Tokyo Ghoul and Tokyo Ghoul Re get the Brotherhood treatment. That'd be amazing. Get a different studio and have the story done to the story and animate it. Yep. Please. No slideshows. Just actually properly animate the show. For sure. we've, we've, we've discussed it on the show where yeah. sometimes the thing that makes an anime a great extension of the manga is sometimes just making it more clear for you to understand what's going exactly. on. And the Cogne are oh. so hard to follow in some, especially Both later. Both the manga and the anime. And Well, Tokyo Ghoul, the first season did was pretty solid. First season was good for it, but yeah, like the fight but scenes. The and near the end of, yeah, it's, it's hard to follow much. sometimes what's going on with the Cogne. Too much. So I was in hopes that there would be a properly done fight scenes where you could actually be like, oh, so that's exactly what was supposed yeah, to be exactly. happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. But we never got it, and that's what I would want. I know it's so basic. Oh yeah, remake after season one, so Tokyo then Rude gets no, properly no, done. I just mean all of it. All oh, fair. Just start from scratch. Brotherhood bring back a ravel. Unravel. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Bring bring unravel. <laughs> bring unravel back. back. Uh, that's the only thing. That's you need the only thing back. you need. And then just a different studio. Like yeah. give me the animation wasn't bad for the first season, but like you said, it became too it, convoluted. Yeah. It it was just classic studio parrot. They had mm. their hands in all the cookie jars, kind of like what Mappa's doing now, where I feel like we w we were starting to see 
Um, maybe there's too many things going on. Like JJK's done well, but we've seen some drops. Obviously, we talked about yeah. You and I talked about this off mic. Well, we we've talked about it on like too about the yeah. studio um the animators and the and animator stuff, yeah. coming out and being like hey we didn't get enough time we I said hey this isn't done this isn't yeah, gonna be give done. us more time so i would love to see it done by a passionate studio that does great jobs and isn't taking on too much so i don't want moppa to take it i would love to see something like a madhouse a bone a studio bones yeah just something or you know. any like live action shows not that i can really think of live action it's tough because a lot of if you want to say um remakes obviously we're getting a lot of not reboots but continuations that's the thing of like i'm like oh because like, you can't just like x like the animated x-men wouldn't show, it just I'm be like, weird cool. to just get friends but just all these different actors that are playing yeah. the same characters and be like no i've literally seen this that's a remake we didn't need uh how i met your mother but that's what I mean. That's a continuation. Yeah, it's like an indirect. Yeah, it's a spin-off, spin-off continuation. But following the same concept. Yeah. So it's tough. You almost have to go to something that's following a proper, yeah, already created story. It has to be something that only got like one or two seasons that people yeah. are like, that was good. And sometimes I, I obviously on this podcast, I'm we're prone to go towards superhero. Yeah, because like in my head, I was like Smallville, but I was like, no, I wouldn't want that remake. No, I, I wouldn't want Smallville. Great, and the thing I mean. is, Flash, Flash, Arrow, Flash, Arrow are done different than the characters actually mm. are but they're done pretty well yeah overall it was pretty dang good so maybe part of me wants to say gotham they could have done some parts of gotham yeah. a bit better in terms of just he was too batman-y too fast too many batman yeah. villains introduced too early yeah but yeah, it's tough for live action TV for shows. For live action remakes, yeah. Because a lot of the time... Anime's like, easy. I, d- I think our Anime, two yeah, are we're just like, yeah, those are the two. Let's do it. And we could go through probably a huge yeah. list. I mean, Seven Deadly Sins. Yep. Basically, any and some big ones that had like good first seasons and then filler of season two is like Blue Exorcist. I'd love to see a remake for Blue, Blue Exorcist. Blue Exorcist is getting another season Third season, up. yeah. Only yeah. you would be like, yeah, another season of Blue Exorcist. I never even watched season two because I told it was filler. But season three is going back to canon. Yeah, I think Blue Exorcist is more of just your very generic shonen to try yeah. and get people, you know. But if, hey, if Blue new, Exorcist got the animation out. that Demon Slayer got? Yeah, but the story just isn't there. I know the story's not there. Even but less low than Demon Slayer. Not true. But yeah, anime is easy. I think those two are high on my list. Um, Seven Deadly Sins is more of a guilty pleasure, I'd say. Yeah. Um, it being done poorly was unfortunate. Yep. But. Uh, I enjoy Tokyo Ghoul much more than I enjoy as as generic and basic as that sounds. I do enjoy the Tokyo Ghoul story. I think it's a solid story. It's just hard to literally follow picture wise. Yeah, some of the the story's good. Yeah, some of the paneling is hard to follow. Fight scenes are hard to follow. Yeah, and obviously, Promise Neverland is just a massive screw up. Disappointment. Yeah, just a massive screw up. Actually, you know what? Would you want a remake? I want to see. Up, uh, uh, the Dark Phoenix properly done. Ah, nice. Yeah, because the, the they've actual, done it twice. The and proper Dark yeah, Phoenix saga. A good would saga. be tough though because it is a pretty. It is a bigger story, but sorry, I mean, p- end game. About the pun, but it's a pretty dark story as I well. I agree. Some of the subject matter is oh, definitely, but I don't know, man. Like they've tried it they twice. They should do an X Men show, a like lot. a high budget X Men Disney Plus show. Yeah, we're gonna pretend like there was an, an X Men show. 
No, I, yeah, but I'm talking nowadays. High yeah. level, high budget X Men show where mm-hmm. they work up to the Dark Phoenix saga, like That'd all of that pre, like the all the pre stuff that happens to build up to it and build up to it through the Disney Plus because it's so hard to do some stories like that through a movie mm-hmm. and agree. one movie at that. But now Disney has these the Disney Plus shows, so you could build up like Ms. Marvel. I'm not saying that the you know the Marvels was the greatest film, but it was cool to see a series build a character mm-hmm. without having to do it in a movie, and then see it in the movie. Yeah. So do that with the X Men. It had potential. They did do an X Men show because you can introduce all that nuances of the early parts of the the, the Dark Phoenix saga and build to the end. Game I think of it'd it. be great just to have like a just call it like like just be like Xavier School for the gifted youngsters. Just call it that to start and have like those different X-Men's and stuff like that show up just casually. But then like it's a big cast, right? Like it's, that's the dangerous of doing as a TV show is doing the X-Men. It's like, there's a lot of big X-Men. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if we were to say like, who's, who would you classify as like the top 10 X-Men? The would, top 10? You would like, but like the more popular, like common ones, like you would think Wolverine. Beast, yeah, Jean Wolverine, Grey, Cyclops, Cyclops yeah. Kitty Pride, Storm, Nightcrawler. Pretty much the the ones that you see as the face in in the original X Men yeah. cartoon, right? And Car- that, cartoon that, and like the original movies. Yeah. And then Xavier, obviously, but that's just the good guys. They need the whole rogues yeah, gallery. We need Toad, Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, Toad, Avalanche, Blob, Magneto. Like those are big yeah. Mystique. Mystique, yeah. Right, like there's a lot of characters, and then like. It'd be great to have, like, I'm happy that we're getting another animated show. Like, X-Men 97 is good, is going to be coming out next year, which is going to be dope. I'm super pumped to watch that. I'll probably want to rewatch the entire original animated show first. Oh, dear. Which is, like, five seasons. But the thing is, they did the Dark Phoenix saga. They did Days of Future Past. That's true. Did them well. They did them pretty dang well, especially for the 90s. But, yeah. So, but anyways. We're gonna thanks for up. the question. Thanks for the question. Let us know what manga you read, if you read any, and yep. what an anime is to you. Deep quick. And what do you want a remake of? Exactly. <laughs> Let us know. But until then, it's Matt and Connor. We'll see you next week. Bye. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. Thank and you. see you next week.